Welcome to the Inspired Weekly Podcast, designed for mamas just like you who want to get unstuck and uncover what's holding them back. What if I told you it's not too late, that you could chase after the dream that's been on your heart for so long and stop waiting for someday? You have the power to create the life you really want and release the need for perfectionism, comparison, and people-pleasing. I'm here to show you that when you show up as the most authentic version of yourself, you inspire others to do the same. And guess what? The most amazing part is watching yourself grow in the process. As a life coach for purpose-driven, ambitious mamas, I understand that it starts with the first step, the one just outside our comfort zones and what it means to let go of who you think you should be while embracing every single part of who you truly are. So are you ready to be inspired as a mama? Let's do this. I'm Jessica Ladd, and you're listening to the Inspired Weekly Podcast, episode 85, Five Ways to Protect Your Peace. Hey, mamas, welcome back to the Inspired Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Ladd, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in to another show. Over the weekend here in the United States, we celebrated Easter and did all of the things, an Easter egg hunt and all the festivities and dinner here at home, and it was just the rest and relaxation and fun that we all needed. Prioritizing play and rest is so incredibly important, you guys, especially when you feel like you've just been go, go, go all the time. And speaking of holidays and celebrations, this past holiday of Easter really got me thinking of this one common theme that keeps coming up. And it's this idea of consumerism and how the marketing messages we see steal away our time money, and attention in such a way that we are compelled to go out and buy these things that promise happier, easier, and more fulfilling lives, and that we will have more worth or value if we have these certain things. And I'm not kidding, you guys. We were driving around Saturday afternoon, and we saw a big sign for spring Black Friday sale. And it was like, oh my gosh, don't we already have enough of these messages convincing us and influencing us to purchase the next best thing? I think the biggest one that I see is like, oh, go out and just buy this new iPhone. And this idea of consumerism really got me thinking about a question that I asked last week to my Facebook friends and family. The question was, if we had a realistic magic wand, what would you like to see in your life or business in the next six months? And I got a couple of responses. Both of them answered, peace. They want more peace in their lives. And it made me think even more about this idea of consumerism and the overwhelming messages to consume, 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 and buy, 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 and go and do more and more things. When in the stinking heck do we even have time to love and care for ourselves and to protect our peace? When we are living life on fast forward, when we are fed the message that in order to feel better, we have to chase happiness all the time. And that the only way to get to that place is to buy more, do more, scroll more, eat more. And yet when we do these things, when we consume in this way, when we think 
these temporary fixes are the cure-all to our feeling better, we often feel worse, more overwhelmed, stuck, and lost. We get the furthest away from the life we crave because we're just scratching the surface. No digging in to what we really want. And the truth is, you guys, nobody can tell us what we really want in our lives. We have to decide that for ourselves. We have to protect our own peace. Peace is an inside job, and we are responsible for doing that. Protecting your peace means that you're making room within yourself and outside of yourself to be intentionally productive, meaning the things you actually want to be doing in your life, rather than being stuck in the chaos of doing all the things just because you think you should. Protecting your peace is really about creating the life you really want within yourself, within your home, in your motherhood journey, and in your marriage. And, you know, potentially in your business as well, if you have been called to build a business or go for a dream or whatever has been placed on your heart to do, you have control over how much peace you have in those things that you do, in those things that you create. And I think you will see that in the ways I'm about to share with you on how to protect your peace, it really is about creating and showing up for your life in such a different way where you have a say in how your life unfolds, right? So I think you're going to see that the underlying theme here is being a creator rather than a consumer. And that really is what protecting your peace is all about. It allows you to show up as your best self, how you want to. And I'm not talking about some 100% perfect version of you, but you kind of know how you want to show up for your life. So you're choosing your thoughts and actions that align with that vision for whatever it is you want to create in your life. And I think as moms, we feel this, right? We feel this at our core, this need to really protect our peace because we feel like we should just be able to do all the things. And we think that because everyone else on Instagram or Facebook is portraying this perfect, have it all together kind of life, we think there's something wrong with us because we don't have what they have. And this shows up in the way we parent our children, in our marriages, in our businesses, and in our homes. Before we even get out of bed in the morning, it can feel like our attention is being pulled in a million different directions. Like we're just running out empty all day long because we're catering to the needs and expectations and distractions from the outside world. But you want to know the amazing part and what is so powerful about protecting our peace is that it is within our control. We get to choose calm or chaos in our lives. Just as we protect our time and energy, protecting our peace is also something we have 100% say in. It's something that happens with intention and purpose. Because we weren't created to live lives on the go all the time or to be stressed and overwhelmed and burned out. We are so concerned and we have this 
invisible fear in a way that we're missing out on what everyone else is experiencing in their lives and what they're doing and what they're buying and all of the things. And then when we're doing this, we're avoiding some of the uncomfortable parts of our own lives. And then what really happens, we miss out on the peace and presence that we truly want to create in our lives, in our day to day. So today, Mama, I hope that this episode meets you right where you are, because I completely agree with those who responded to my question. We could all use a little bit of peace in our lives. So let's go. Let's do this. Let's get into five ways to protect your peace. First and foremost, you know, I was going to say this. Remember what's in your control. I was thinking about this earlier today and an old movie came up into my mind and it was called Miss Congeniality with Sandra Bullock. And she's a so-called ugly duckling who gets a complete makeover and she joins this beauty pageant. And with all beauty pageants, they have this question answer type of thing that they do on the stage. And one of the questions was, what is the one thing our society needs right now? And of course, Sandra Bullock's character, Gracie Hart, answers world peace. Now, of course, world peace is a grand idea that I think most people have. And most people could agree that that would really shift the way the world operates. But it's really just not within our control. Now, inner peace, on the other hand, is. So definitely outside circumstances are not within our control. As much as we try for it to be that sort of situation, it just will never happen. We can't control other people. We can't control the weather. We can't control the past or the future or the fact that change is inevitable. It's literally going to happen. It is only part of the natural human process. So needless to say, focus on what you can control how you spend your time, who you spend your time with, where you put your energy, taking care of your physical and mental and emotional health, living true to your values, holding on to your emotions or just letting them go and being present in the now. Those are certain things you can control. Being consumed by things outside of our control is keeping us from creating the life we really want. And conveniently enough, the things that are within our control are going to be the ones that bring us the most joy and peace in our days and in our lives. The second way of how to protect your peace is to create versus consume. Think about it. Probably the majority of all Americans, if not more in other countries, before we even put our feet on the floor in the morning and get out of bed, we're already reaching for our phones and consuming information, scrolling Facebook and Instagram, before we even get out of bed, you guys, consuming has become like our default way of living. It's like we're just running on autopilot. We wake up, grab our phones, and we scroll on Instagram. Then we want to shop on Amazon to see what the latest deals are. Or we're changing the channel, watching TV, binge watching a show on Netflix. We are just so consumed with the art and action of consuming. And don't get me wrong, there's a time and a place for consumption in our lives. But it comes down to 
the fact that we're constantly consuming and are we even leaving enough room for creating? And I want to give you some examples of what creating can look like. It could be instead of watching shows with the family, play some board games. Instead of scrolling on Instagram, pick up a book and read a book. Instead of takeout and consuming fast food, create your own food from a brand new recipe with your kids even. I think that would be so much fun and that kind of gives me an idea. I might make some cookies of our own instead of just buying store-bought snacks. You know, there's so many different ways that we can create versus consume and it just feels better. We're more present in the moment we can have a lasting conversation, you know, remembering what we did in the kitchen with our children and what we created with them, creating memories even. We're going to remember those for a lifetime. We may not remember, oh yeah, remember the time that we went to Wendy's or Burger King and no, we're going to remember those quality moments and memories that were made in the kitchen, creating something special with our kids. So much like the food we put into our bodies, we need to be mindful of who and what is getting the most of our time, energy, and attention. We all have the power to choose who we allow to speak into our lives. What we consume with our eyes and ears is going to influence your life in so many ways, especially in motherhood. There's always some new gadget or tablet that our kids have to have. And all of these advertisers and marketers are speaking directly to us as mamas. And that is why in our house, we literally only watch YouTube. We don't have cable TV. So we're kind of in some ways avoiding all of those kid commercials. My son definitely still sees his fair share of all of the marketing tactics that kids will just be like, ooh, it makes it look so much fun and it'll make me so happy and I'll look like those kids on the commercial if I ask my parents to buy this. So as moms, we're kind of flooded with all of that information, not to mention advertisements for ourselves like the latest, greatest beauty creams and clothing and the latest handbags all the things that are portrayed as needs in our lives, especially from influencers on Instagram and YouTube, for example, we are just flooded with all of that information all at the same time all day long. And it's so hard to get those out of our heads because we think those are the things that are going to make us happy because it's a constant real in our minds that that's what we should be doing and should be buying in order to have the happiness and the best life possible. But what I find is that when I'm being inundated with all these messages and being told basically with what I need to be happy and what will make my life better is I'm actually missing out on what will actually make my life better. Looking within myself and creating something that I can be proud of, like creating the lasting memories, creating stuff in the kitchen, playing the board games. Those are the things that are going to matter at the end of the day. 
So it's up to you on what you take in or bring into your home, your mind, and through your eyes. Pay attention to who you follow on social media, the shows you're watching on TV, and the people you surround yourself with every single day. Become a creator in your life versus a consumer. Okay, number three, your circumstances are only part of the story. When we cling to the idea that our circumstances tell the whole story of our lives, that it just defines who we are, that we are a product of outside sources, we limit what is possible for us when we allow this to happen. And I believe that's why we fall into consuming so much of the time, because we believe that things outside of us will make us feel better. The bigger house, the better job, the amount of money we make, we think we are more valuable and more worthy of the kind of life we want to create if we have those things. And yes, let's be clear, they do play a significant role in our day-to-day lives. But our circumstances are only part of the story. There is a better way to live that goes beyond our victim mentality, where we think we are just at the mercy of whatever life throws at us. This can look like believing that your child's behavior is a direct reflection of who you are as a mother, or you make a challenging season in your marriage mean that you're failing. We tie so much of our worth to our circumstances. But when we do that, we give so much power over to them and we forget we have a choice or say in the matter. We can choose. We can choose to allow our circumstances to define us and keep us safe and miserable or let the past shape who we really are and allow our circumstances to open us up to change, growth, and opportunity. When we realize it's within our power to create our thoughts and feelings regardless of our circumstances, then we focus less on waiting for someday for our situation to change before we can feel better or happier. We take control of our own peace and live despite the events in our lives, and we get to create a life of joy and peace that we want to have versus being consumed by all that's happening around us. Okay, number four way to protect your peace is switch up your surroundings. I cannot stress this enough. And there was a reason I saved this until closer to the end because it directly correlates to all of the other ways to protect your peace that I've talked about here today. Switching up your surroundings is crucial and so powerful in your life and how your days feel for you. If you are anything like me, I get so anxious and overwhelmed when I have too much stuff in my house. When I have piles of clutter sitting around and, you know, dishes in the sink and toys on the floor, all of that just creates so much mental confusion for me. So my first recommendation or what this might look like for you is tidy up your space. Declutter the areas of your home that are making you feel overwhelmed. There is such a peace that comes from having a place for everything and everything in its place. It is so incredibly true, that statement. 
Next, switching up your surroundings might also look like getting all the kids bundled up and ready to go and getting them in the car and just taking a drive. This is so important for me as of late. My daughter is having a very hard time taking naps and we're going through teething right now. Like we're in that stage and it's just so hard, but I have to know and I have to love myself enough to protect my peace. And part of that is saying, okay, if she doesn't stop crying, we're just going to load her up in the car seat and just go take a drive somewhere. And I am kidding you not five minutes down the road and she's already asleep. That's all it takes. So once you know what works for you, you can tailor that to your life, to your everyday life. Next, switching up your surroundings might also be prioritizing rest and play, especially when your weeks are just filled to the brim with commitments and work and other responsibilities that you have on your plate. Rest and play are so important to recharge and reset and recalibrate what means the most to us. And oftentimes for me, when it's in those reset and recharge moments, that's when I feel the most creative. I am so fueled when I can just take a minute and have that quiet time to myself and just be able to think straight. And that brings me to the very last one that might also be true in your life or what it might look like in your household. Give yourself a brain break. This kind of ties into the prioritizing rest and play. When my son and I are homeschooling and, you know, I can tell he's just getting a little overwhelmed, maybe overstimulated and frustrated with the work. I say, okay, go give your brain a break for like five minutes, you know, go run around the house or go play with some of your toys, do something to give your brain a rest. And then we'll regroup and come back to it better and refreshed and ready to tackle it again. These brain breaks throughout the day for myself might include going out to the gazebo and just sitting, listening to the birds, the sound of the wind rustling the leaves and the trees and things like that. It might also be taking a hot shower and literally just being in the silence. No listening to podcasts, no music playing in the background, just the sound of the water hitting the tub and my thoughts. So that was number four, is to switch up your surroundings. Okay, number five way to protect your peace is have your own back. The way we think about ourselves, the way we feel and speak about ourselves matters, you guys. It so directly affects and influences how we show up and how we feel living our lives as us. Even if we have a history of self-doubt or tying our worth to things outside of us, beating ourselves up, we have the opportunity to lay a new foundation. And I believe that having your own back goes beyond just being your own friend. It's extending that love and grace and compassion for yourself too. Establishing healthy boundaries that say, I'm okay, or I'm not okay, and then figuring out what is best for you in that moment. If you're going crazy with a screaming baby, then have the love for yourself in that moment to go for a drive and clear your mind. And if you're anything like my family, usually getting out and going up to the mountains is the break we all needed anyway. 
If you find that you yelled at your kids all day, have the courage to show compassion for yourself and quickly forgive. We all have to be reminded that we can be a freaking awesome mama who sometimes loses her cool with her kids. And it's okay because we are human. What we say to ourselves when we're alone with our thoughts directly impacts how we feel and influences how we show up. So you can imagine walking around all day thinking you're a bad mom can feel pretty crummy in that moment. So it's extremely important to have your own back, be your own cheerleader, be your own friend, because it directly shapes how days can look and feel for you. All right, Mama, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Inspired Weekly Podcast. I hope that some of the ways I've shared today of how to protect your peace really hit home for you. It's so true that we go through our lives on autopilot, just dreaming and thinking about the life we really want to create instead of doing what we actually want to do in our lives. And peace is a big part of that. So if you really enjoyed and something spoke to you in this episode, would you be able to share this with your friends, family, coworkers, anyone who you feel could resonate with this message today? And as always, mamas, here's to getting out there to chase that dream, creating the life you really want, leaving room for protecting your peace, inspiring other mamas to do the same, and watching yourself grow in the process. Thanks for tuning in, friend, and I'll catch you in the next one.